thing comes out, do you know what, do you know what today is? Testimony Sunday. Can we get a clap? You guys have been great clapping it up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my sister, Adriana, you love me so much. She reminded me because I'm not good about reminding myself to take my mask off. All right. Well, good morning, church. For those of you that don't know me, um, my name is Jessica, and I co-lead uh, Well-Watered Women. Um, I guess I'll just leave this right here. All righty. Good morning. It's great to see all of you. Great to be with you on this beautiful Sunday morning. Um, well, let's jump right in. If you would all join me in standing up to honor God's, uh, the reading of God's word. This is going to gra- ground our time together this morning. And our reading from today comes from the book of Psalms. All right. And that's okay. If it's not up there, we'll go ahead and um, read it anyway. Thank you so much. Um, This comes from Psalm 66, verses 16, thank you, Lord, 16 through 20. Come and hear all you who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. God, um, give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. God, let any knowledge I gain, that we may gain, serve to help us love you and others more and not to puff ourselves up. God, help us see something new about you that we have never seen before. God, correct any lies we believe about you or anything we misunderstand. God, direct our steps according to your word. Amen. You may be seated. So what I just read after scripture came from um, this Bible reading plan. It's called the Bible Recap. And I just learned about it at the start of this year. Um, I know Pastor Chris last week or maybe two weeks ago mentioned some apps that we can um, be following. Or it might have been Pastor Dave. I'm sorry for the confusion. Right? There were QR codes up on the screen. Um, that if you were interested in just helping you get closer to God and and get into Scripture. And so on that train, I just wanted to share the Bible recap with you really quickly. I know this is totally unrelated, but it has been so helpful um, for two reasons. Because I think all of our our goals, one of our goals, should be to be more in Scripture, right? Um, Yes, Amen for that, right? We want to get to know God better, and we, one of the ways we do that is through reading his word on a daily basis. And so the really cool thing about the Bible recap, and if you're interested and want to join me in reading, um, I'd be happy to show you where to find it. It's on the Bible app. Well, it's really cool because there's a podcast that goes along with it, and every day after your reading, which only takes about um, you know, maybe 10 to 20 minutes, depending on your, your reading speed. Then you get to hear a podcast that breaks down what you just read. And my favorite part about it is uh, the person doing the podcast always ends with, what was the God shot? 
how did you see God in the, in the reading today? And I just think, man, that is so cool. And it's, it's just been such a blessing to me. And um, so I wanted to share that with you. Unrelated. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm going to read the scripture one more time. Feel free to stay seated. Because this is going to center us this morning as we testify of God's goodness in our lives. Um, and so, once again, Psalm 66, 16 through 20. Come and hear all you who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. Oh, I can't wait to hear from all of you how God has been at work in your lives. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. Before we jump in, I just wanted to add on to this. Um, earlier this week, Larry, my husband, and I, um, we were checking in. We used this, this book. It's called The Marriage Journal. Also, if you're interested to know more about this, I'd be happy to um, give it a plug later on. It's been such a blessing for our marriage. Um, it's just we answer the same six questions every week because communication is something we really struggle with. And so this week, the devotional was about covenant. And in, in this week's little short devotional, it said something that just like, you know, when something just like rocks you. A covenant mindset means if you won't, I still will. A covenant mindset means if you won't, I still will. If you heard, um, had the chance to hear from Pastor Chris last week and you saw Maggie up here, right, putting her hands on Pastor's face, you remember he used two words. Right, what were those two words that Pastor Chris and Maggie share in the morning and the evening? Face and eyes, right? And that was such a beautiful picture of covenant. How God shows up even when we don't. Right? If you won't, if you won't put that cream on your face, I still will. And how much deeper, how much more true that is of our God. And of myself in my marriage and, and in the covenant that God has with us. Right? If Larry won't do what I ask him to do, that I still will. And that I won't hold a grudge or be bitter about it. This week, and then I really am going to shut up because I do want to hear from you all. <laughs> this week... Um, was tough. We were supposed to have our Galentine's Day. Sorry, I'm just going to move around. I'm used to moving around. <laughs> our Galentine's Day thing for well-watered women, which here's my last plug if you're interested. <laughs> we're having it this Wednesday, and I'd love it if you came, even if you're not officially part of our group. Um, it's going to be a, a really fun time. So it was supposed to happen last Wednesday, and you all know life gets in the way, right? The enemy is so good about making life get in the way. And so I was really disappointed. I was like, 
man, you know, things just keep getting in the way. I miss the ladies from group. This was supposed to happen. You know, there was planning involved, whatnot. That's not the point. The point was that in that disappointment, it was as if God was reminding me, Jessica, if you're disappointed about this, imagine how heartbroken I am when I'm trying to reach through that film that Pastor Chris talked about last week and people just turn away in their sin time after time. And I was just like brought to tears by that. Here I was disappointed over something that wasn't even that important, that is going to happen again, right? And, and it was as if God in, you know, really gently trying to remind me, if you feel heartbroken that this little thing in your small life didn't happen, imagine how my heart breaks when I try to reach through the film and people turn away in their sinfulness. So, I'd love for us to just sit in, in these truths, but I'd also love to hear from you. How has God been reaching through the film, reaching out for us, pursuing us? How have you felt God reaching out for you um, in this last week or just in this season as we've started a new year? So mm. come on up, sister. Thank you, Sam, for starting us off. Hey guys, um, okay, my name is Sam. This is a continuation to one I think I shared a few months ago, but I, and you, if anyone remembers, did I share about my prayer sign that I had put? Okay, Gina's, okay, Gina's saying I did, so I did. So I had put this prayer sign like, now probably like six months ago, to ask for prayer, it had been there, no one texted my Google number on there, um, and then someone ripped my sign down. So I was like, come on, God, I thought you wanted me to put the sign up. So last time I told you guys about this lady who, with the dog, the dog's name is Snowball, and she asked about, she was like, there's some Christians that live, so I was like, oh my God, God, yes, someone saw my sign. Well, like maybe two weeks ago, I was working on a, when was it, Wednesday, I was working, and then um, a friend of mine who was standing outside of the house, she comes back in, uh, in the house, and I had gotten this weird phone call, and I'm like, oh, I wonder who's calling me in the middle of the day. It was a, an L.A. number. And by the end of the day, she says, hey, Sam, I just want you to know there was a lady walking by, and she asked me if there's a Christian person who lives in this house because she needs prayer for her family. So I gave her your phone number, and I was like, oh, no, you gave her my actual phone number. <laughs> and she's like, I gave her your phone number so that you could get in contact with her. So, of course, that night I called her, and no one picked up. It was like a then I called again, and a guy picked up. And it was so awkward, guys, because he's like, who are you? Who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm the woman who lives on Winter Street in an orange house. And then he's like, who are you trying to talk to? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, someone. And I tried to make it sound like it wasn't weird that I was randomly calling. So I was like, I'm just calling back someone who called me, but I know they want to talk to me. So I'm just here to talk to them whenever they're ready to talk. And he's like, OK, I'll relay your message. So I tell Charlie, I'm like, man. I'm never going to get to talk to this person. Like, that was so awkward. Why would they call me? Well, guys, on Friday, they called me. And I was able to talk to this lady. She gave me, like, a list of prayer requests. And then she wanted to come to my house to pray, which was, I was kind of freaked out a little bit by it. Um, 
but I had to go to the gym, so I didn't get to pray with her, but I've been praying for her. But I am just like beyond myself. One, that anyone like paid attention to that sign, uh, and that it's months after, and she still came for prayer, and that she was so open to pray, um, and even wanted to come over so I could pray for her. So if you guys can pray for me, I'm really asking God to give me some like words of knowledge or, or reveal something that is really going to show her, like, okay, God is, like, he cares about you and he sees you. Um, but I'm really encouraged because it, it just kind of blows my mind. And the Lord just keeps telling me, like, yeah, I made you do that. And even if you didn't see it, it's for a reason. So I'll keep you guys updated. But that was my, my update. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Oh. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongues. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. I'm so encouraged by that, Sam. I know that it was a little discouraging for you at first not hearing from anyone. But God, in his perfect timing, right, has not only blessed you and encouraged you, but yeah, we will be lifting you up that you will re really be able to um, just pour out love and blessing just directly from God. That's, that's beautiful. Who else would like to share of how God has really been at work reaching through the film? Come on up, Scott. Uh, I'd like to give glory to God. Um, I also just want to acknowledge uh, there's an awkward moment in any testimony when someone says it started a long time ago, because th usually there's more details than you want, but I'm going to try and do that uh, in a way that glorifies God. Um, about 20 years ago, uh, I was married to Veto, and we didn't have any kids, and we were in the process of sort of trying to have kids and praying about it, and I, I'm a real simple person, and I couldn't pray for a child, like it was too abstract. And so I said, hey, can we come up with a list of names? Because then I could pray for that child. <laughs> and so we had a list of names <clears throat> that were with some very, very specific requirements. One, we wanted a name that worked in Spanish and English without having to change the spelling. So we didn't want like Alejandro and Alexander, like that wouldn't work. We wanted to have to work with, without changing the spelling. <clears throat> and then we also wanted a name, I have uh, a family name that was given to me, my gran grandfather, that's my middle name, and it was given to him by his father, and I have a little family heirloom that I wanted to pass on, and, and so we wanted a, a similar initial. So I, my initials are SWM, and so we wanted an S name. And it was a little easy to find f female S names that worked, or it seemed like that, but we were having a harder time with boys' names, and we really kind of only could come up with two that we liked or that worked for us. Um, and I can't remember what the other one was, but one was Samuel. So that sort of helped my little Neanderthal brain to pray a little bit more. And then Veda and I go to this conference. Um, it was 2003. There's this national conference with InterVarsity for missions, and I was working with InterVarsity, so Veda and I went to this conference, and Veda, she, um, to no one's surprise, was the translator for this conference, although that's its own testimony. And me not being at her level, I was the usher for the translation section. <laughs> and the uh, MC gets up. He's like doing the intro to the conference, not even like a message. And I get this 
what I would call like one of those top three moments with God. Um, top three moments still. So he's talking about missions, and he's talking about the seriousness of missions and how missionaries throughout history have been really committed to the process of whatever God calls them to, even to the point, and the example that he starts giving is like missionaries going to whatever mission field that God had called them and raising their family, even burying their children that they raise in the mission field and how you need to be really committed. Like this isn't just a little cute experience, you know, are you committed to whatever God, and you know, and he kind of made this point of like dedicating your children even before you've had them. And I thought, wow, that sounds really biblical. Where have I heard that in the Bible? And I start thinking, oh yeah, there was that woman, Hannah, she did that in the Bible. What was her child's name? And as soon as I remembered her child's name, I'm on the floor. Hannah had a son. She named him Samuel. And I'm on the floor with God, just feeling like, wow, God, you know, that's its own story. But the reason I want to share that is um, when Ven and I, you know, so I have this powerful experience. I felt like God's confirming that, that word of wanting to have a child and naming him Samuel. Well, we... A couple years later, adopt our first child, and we didn't. We got to choose her name, and we didn't choose Samuel for her name or the, one of the S names. Her name was Isabel, and kind of when we, that happened, we felt like it's that's its own again funny story. But we felt like no, this isn't that moment, and so we named her Isabel. And then seven years later, we adopt two girls, and neither of their names are Samuel. And um, you know, at some point, I felt like God was kind of saying like, hey. You know, it wasn't ever about Samuel. It was about you and me and just giving yourself fully and wholeheartedly to me. And so, you know, I can hold on to this moment of God speaking. And, but, you know, always in the back of my mind, I was like, God, why would you do it that way? Like, it could have been any way, right? And just to be really clear, we're not going to have another child. And there will be no boy named Samuel in our house as far as we are directing but what I want to share to give glory to God is the story didn't end 17 years ago or 20 years ago. Um, about nine months ago, right when we had started meeting again here in church, I was sitting down for worship, and I can tell you I had nothing on my mind. It wasn't like I had any specific thought on my mind, and we start worshiping, and I remember that came to my mind again, that moment. And, you know, that little haphazard, God, why did you do it that way? And God gave me an answer. And God said, I wanted you to know now that I knew then what was going to happen to your daughter. I wanted you to know now that I already knew way back when all that you would go through. And I wanted you to know that I knew. And I can't tell you how much I've needed to know that from God. That he knew 20 years ago not in some condemnation, but some freedom that I could lean into him because he knew. Because he knew before anything happened what would happen. And he knew before anybody else knew what I would need. And I want you to know, I think there's some of you here that maybe are waiting and it's been 20 years and you're like, God, what's going on? And I want you to know that he knows.
all who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. Thank you, Scott, for sharing. And yeah, he is so good. He is so good. Who else would like to share? Let us proclaim his goodness and faithfulness. Come on up, Miss Tony. church or the women's um, group for a while because I work in a hospital and there was a lot of COVID and I was worried to be the one to oh <laughs> I was worried um, to be the one that was carrying it you know because we don't know there's so much different things about it so I would just try and stay home and work and back, that's it but um, you know I have to say this you know um I have a relationship with the God, with my God today. You know, um, I grew up Catholic. I attended Sacred Heart Church for many years, you know. Um, and that was a different kind of God that I was raised with. You know, that kind of God, because of the life that I chose, um, I felt I was punished, you know. I felt I was punished because of the the way that I lived. And, um, you know, I had, um, there's like six of us cousins. And um, I'm the oldest of the grandkids. And it was my other cousin. Um, and she just lost her life on Wednesday. And I was at work, you know. This was my, my crime partner, like I say, you know. We did a lot of things together in this neighborhood, you know. We went to Nightingale, went to Lincoln. She went to Griffin, I went to Gates, you know. Um, but back in 2001, I made a decision to change my life around. And it was so hard letting her go because she was still in her addiction. And um, having to see her these past years dealing with depression because of the COVID, she gained a lot of weight. She didn't, she was not happy with her appearance on the outside, you know? Um, I tried to share with her about God and what God did for me, you know? But our, um, my mom and her mom were like, well, we're Catholics and this and that. And to me, it doesn't make a difference. You know, I have my kids now and they're, you know, they're adults and they have their own children, you know. Um, and I feel this is my new generation, you know. God has done a lot for me, you know. Um, I've been a single parent. I call my, I say I'm a single parent because both I have, Two kids from one man, and he he passed away. And I have a son from another man, and he's passed away. So I've been trudging this road by myself. And back in 1991, I didn't think I could do it. But I know God has had my back. You know, God has, you know, carried me when I felt like I couldn't, that I couldn't, you know, raise two boys without that man figure. 
you know, and, um, you know, that ha- that's what God has done for me. You know, God has um, helped me raise my, I have three boys, but my two sons, and to be a good father to their kids, whether they didn't have a father or not, you know. And, um, you know, I have my other son, you know, that, you know, he'll be 18. Híjole. Next week, he'll be 18, you know, and um, through the struggles with him, and um, God has, um, you know, he's taught me, you know, to, to suit up and to present myself as a lady, as a woman, not as a homegirl, not as being violent, you know. I haven't had a fight in a long time, you know. And I'm proud of myself, you know, because it was only through God, you know. It was only through God. And I, you know, I learned how to meditate. Meditation has helped me, you know. It has helped me a lot to get through my day because, you know, life, you know, life is not easy. I know it's not, you know. Um, when, when I... When I seen my cousin, you know, um, on the floor, you know, I struggled with death before a lot. I didn't know how to deal with death. I felt like God was taking um, the people that I loved away from me, but I don't look at it like that today. You know, my cousin was suffering. She was suffering from a thing that I never wanted to admit, like depression. Because I say, how could you be depressed? Just pray to God, and God's going to remove that. But if you don't know God, you're not going to know how to pray. You know, and, um, and I thank God today that he has allowed me, you know, to um, see his miracles that he has done within my life, you know. And um, I just want to thank everybody here because you guys all have been a part of my life and my family's life. And I thank you for being there for my family. Thank you. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. I just love that every testimony that we've heard from so far, that's the unifying piece, right? Like, through prayer, you were able to encounter God's love as he reached through the film and you were ready. Miss Tony was ready when he was just calling for her, pursuing you. And so what a beautiful testament to how you've seen. I love how you said it, that you are now able to see his mercy, his miracles. Um, and so we are so grateful that you were ready, that you heard his call and that you're here, you're home where you're supposed to be, Miss Tony. Anyone else? We'd love to hear from maybe one more person. How has God been reaching through the film? Yeah, come on up, Maggie. Hello, everybody. So, you know, I don't get a chance to really speak out a lot. I'm singing most of the time. But I do want to give glory to God. Um, It's been about, so three and a half weeks ago, during our life group, Jess had us look at different scriptures. And the one that popped up, popped into my mind that really um, 
impacted me was Psalm 1, where it talks about, you know, being a tree planted by the waters and meditating on God's words day and night. And I've been really consistent about reading my Bible in the morning, but kind of letting my nights escape me and, you know, going to Netflix or everything else besides Jesus. So I was just like, okay, I need to, like, do something at night. I need to meditate on God's word at night. And so that was on Wednesday. Then on Sunday, Dave comes up and leads us through Electio Divina, and it leads us through on the time when, you know, Jesus is tempted. And I had also really wanted to start memorizing scripture. And so the scripture that he shared that we were all meditating on was, um, you know, where Jesus answered, it is not by uh, bread alone that we, I can't even think, remember it now, but I had it memorized. <laughs> that, you know, we can't depend on, on bread alone, but we have to, you know, depend on the, everything that comes out of the word of, everything that comes out of the mouth of the word of God. I don't know, whatever. You know what it is. Anyways, that was Sunday, <laughs> three Sundays ago. And the conviction through that was because Jesus had fasted for 40 days and nights that I was going to go on my own 40-day journey of fasting and feasting on the Lord. And so I have, it's been, it'll be 21 days tomorrow. Um, and I've just, uh, and then to follow up on that, Jess had also passed out these cards, like I think around Christmas time. <laughs> And I didn't look at them <laughs> until, until after, you know, when I was trying to get more involved in the Lord. And that was the verse that was on those cards. And I was just like, Jessica, were these all the same? Like, did everybody get the same one? She's like, every single one was different. And it just was just like, oh my gosh, Jesus sees me. He knows me. He loves me. And, and he's like empowering me to, you know, do this 40-day journey with him. And so just want to testify. God is so good. He loves us. He knows exactly what we need, when we need it, whether it be 20 years ago or, you know, seeing our cousin go through something or through, yeah, just hearing a word or a scripture. Um, so as we enter into a time of extended worship, I just pray that you would open up your hearts, you know, that you would listen to what God has for you today. Um, I'm just going to close out with reading again that prayer that we started with, and may that be your prayer as you open up your heart to him this morning through worship. God, give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. God, let any knowledge I gain serve to help us love you and others more and not puff us up. God, help us see something new about you that we've never seen before through these testimonies, through this time of worship, as you just lavish on us, God. God, correct any lies we believe about you or anything we misunderstand. God, direct our steps according to your word. May we be a people that have this burning desire to seek you morning and night in your word, God, and that we would praise you in the moments when we don't see you and the moments where we feel you right next to us. Amen. Would you all stand and join us as we worship God together?